Think of it like chipping money into your retirement fund. You are chipping money into your relationship fund by spending and investing quality time with your partner. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Her Second Mother podcast. I am super juiced because I just celebrated my 12-year wedding anniversary with my husband a couple of days ago, and it's the holidays, so that's always fun. And here's why I am so fortunate and blessed that we ended up getting married right before the holidays. It seems like a crazy time of year to get married. But at the time, it totally worked. I was 23 at the time in nursing school. I was on winter break, and I purposely planned to get married during my winter break because I had a couple weeks off from my nursing program. And I thought, you know what? It's a great time for me, and whoever can make the time to come for my wedding, more power to you. If you can't come, that's cool. You don't need to be there anyways. So it kind of worked out. And I like to think now that I can reflect back on our anniversary in general and every year passing, I'm so happy we got married right before the holidays because it's a great time of year to focus in on my marriage, focus in on this partnership we've been building together over the years. And what a great time before the new year comes to reset and refocus as a unit to tackle the next year that's coming, right? Like how amazing is is that? So uh, I have some ways to reconnect after the hustle and bustle of the holidays, but also this is super important to do throughout the year, all through the year. But what a great time to focus in on recharging your marriage because ideally you're only going to get married once, right? I mean, Super cool if you decide that marriage is not for you. That's totally awesome. Super cool if you've been remarried because you learned a lot from perhaps a first marriage. I don't need to touch on how high divorce rates are, but let's just jump into what I have found works in my marriage and how maybe you can incorporate some of these aspects into your own marriage. As a crazy busy, working mom who is married to a crazy busy working dad and we have a lot on our plates as most couples do but yet we're making it through and I feel like each year we're getting stronger as a couple and we're learning more about ourselves individually and together as a couple and here are some ways that we've done this so number one date nights non-negotiables we have date nights planned about every month. And we tend to have them on the books as soon as we are done with one of our date nights or trips away together. So as, as soon as, yay, date night's done, we're back to the normal grind, we try to plan, okay, what's next? Like, when are we doing this again? Because think of how often, unless you do this on a regular basis, how often are you going between date nights? Right? We're, we're so busy driving the kids around getting grocery store shopping done, dropping the kids off of school, kids activities, kids sports, you know, homework, all the things. And it's so easy to just look back and be like, crap, I haven't been on a date night with my, my partner in a while. Like when was the last time? So it's 
been super helpful for me to always have something to look forward to, not only for my own personal enjoyment for things I want to do for myself, but also have it on the books that you're spending time with your partner. Movies don't count. I'm sorry, movies are great and enjoyable, but if your date night is to only go to a movie, you're not having this deep conversation with your partner if you're staring at a screen watching a movie. Like, that is not the time to reconnect. So yes, that can be an enjoyable part of your night, but don't make that your solo feature of your date night because there's no time to connect there. We celebrated our anniversary last night. We went to dinner at this amazing restaurant that we both love. We went to a comedy show after, so we got to laugh together. That's super amazing. You know, pick an activity-based date. So bowling, go to like a painting shop you can paint together you know they make paint night for couples you drink some wine if you want whatever you know alternate who picks the date so it's not like one person planning the date all the time you can say like okay it's your turn homie because i picked the last time or you can you know write some ideas on slips of paper keep them in a bowl pull them out i actually haven't tried that one but now that i'm saying that out loud that sounds like a good time i mean you can incorporate that into bedroom games as well i'm sure my husband would enjoy that I think date nights and trips with your partner are an investment into your marriage. So even if you don't have a ton of money, this is something you need to allocate funds towards. And it doesn't have to be expensive. But do not use the excuse of, we don't have extra money at this time to spend on date nights. You do. Because the more you let time buy, the more time is driving you away from your partner, if that makes sense. So. Think of it like chipping money into your retirement fund. You are chipping money into your relationship fund by spending and investing quality time with your partner. Tip number two, family goals. Especially with the new year coming, sit down, figure out what you and your partner want to do as a family in 2023. Are we looking at big vacations, either with the family or just solo partner vacations? Are we wanting to go for job promotions or big jumps at work or with business? Are we planning on big events on the calendar, family reunions, um, business or personal conferences? Like what are we growing towards and what can we put on the calendar to plan for as a couple? And think of how often like we see amazing opportunities come up, but we're like, oh, I don't want to ask to do this. Like it's a lot of money, X, Y, and Z, but you know what? My favorite phrase that I've been using this past year is, you do not get what you do not ask for. So put it out there, even if it's a wild, crazy idea of something you want to do, put it out there, get it on paper, and talk about it. And you know what? You might be surprised with what your partner is supportive of, and vice versa. There might be something your partner surprises you with, and you're like, I had no clue that you wanted to do something like that. That's interesting. Again, this can be expanded into... Um, bedroom activities, but that's for another podcast. Um, <laughs> third thing is time apart. After this post, this will be after Christmas. You might be over your family. Honestly, you might be over the hustle and bustle of traveling, visiting with family, wrapping gifts, all the things that come with the holidays. So what an amazing gift for yourself to have time apart. I always say distance makes the heart grow fonder. I discovered this early in my marriage when my husband and I were both working opposite shifts. I was working 
let's see, I was working day shift in the beginning and my husband was working night shift. So we would swap who was being, who was awake and who was asleep. We each had our own bed for our sleeping time. And it actually worked for us at the time. I, I fully embraced having a lot of time on my own. This, this is pre-kids. And I honestly think it's so wonderful to have time for yourself because you're able to connect better once you are together. So planning in, time apart, and how amazing would it be if you could plan to have somebody else watch your kids for you and then you and your partner each go separate ways for a few hours during the day. You each get to do whatever you want to do and then you can reconvene and do something together. Like how amazing and fulfilling and freeing would that would that be? I like that idea. I might try to do that more often. <laughs> so why is this important? Planning these opportunities that you have uninterrupted time together without other obligations, without the kids pulling on you, diverting your attention. These opportunities open the door to honest communication. And I think this is especially important these days when we have our noses in our phones 24-7. We are feeling pulled in many different directions between your, your work life, your family, et cetera. So having these scheduled time to connect is super important so you can not only learn about your partner, but you can learn about yourself and learn about what you both want out of this relationship. Because you and your partner are the cornerstones of your family unit. You are the leaders. And in order to be a great leader, you have to be developed. You have to know who you are, who your partner is, and where you're going as a family unit. And this is to create longevity in your partnership, right? If you guys are going in different directions, but you're not even like thinking about going in different directions, where are you going to be ending up? You're going to be divorced. And having these fun activities in place, like to do fun date nights, these activities provide opportunities for growth. So trying something different, trying something new, stepping outside of your comfort zone, these are amazing opportunities not only for self-development, but to grow together. I think the couple that grows together stays together. An example, so my husband and I, we enjoy working out. When we work out together, they are great opportunities for connection. So we're physically moving our bodies and in the process, we are connecting on a different kind of level that we can't do in an average in an average moment. It's very easy, especially this time of year with the holidays and of all the activities of all the family events. It's easy to sweep our problems under the rug. It's easy to disconnect because of excuses. But let's not forget the other person in this equation, the other head of the family, and the importance of investing time into this partnership. Because all of this could be for naught if it doesn't lead to a productive and growing partnership and marriage. I hope you guys all had a wonderful Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> all the holidays. And this is your last opportunity 
to win a free month of health coaching from me by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you include your first and last name so I know who you are. And at the end of the month, I'm going to choose a random winner to win a free month of health coaching as a reward for leaving a review. I appreciate each and every listener. I love, love, love hearing that you are listening and that you are getting some enjoyment out of this. So let me know. My contact info is always in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear from you. Until then, live well and be well, friends. Catch you later.